whether it be for fantasy or player betting totals, you're going to want to target the Ravens and the Browns in 2023. Today, we talk about why we expect them to be a part of some high-scoring games. We also cover some players to target on both teams, and we make a play on their week one overs. That and more on today's show. What's going on, friends? Welcome back to Forward Progress here on the Hammer Betting Network and powered by Pinnacle Sportsbook. Before we get started today, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors over at Pinnacle. Pinnacle is the world's sharpest sportsbook and available to bettors in Ontario. Find out what professional bettors have known for decades. Everyday competitive odds. Bet smart. Bet Pinnacle. Must be 90 plus in Ontario. Please play responsibly and not available in the U.S. Today, I am joined alongside professional better Hitman. You can find him on Twitter at Hitman428. And we are going to be looking at two red-hot offenses that we are going to be targeting throughout the year on a week-to-week basis. And uh, the first team we're going to talk about here, Hitman, is the Baltimore Ravens. So we're kind of going to look at what they did in the offseason. Right now, the Ravens are lined nine and a half wins over minus 172, heavily juiced to the over. They made a lot of big additions in the offseason. They really helped out Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar was hurt all year, like majority of the year last year. Um, I mean, this offense looks to be booming when Lamar is in. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about what pieces they've added and why this is a team you're looking to target week to week as like a hot offense for overplays? Yeah, so the Ravens finally made it a point of emphasis to add a bunch of wide receivers. They added Odell Beckham in the offseason. They used a first-round pick on Zay Flowers, who's been getting rave reviews in training camp. And then they also added Nelson Aguilar. So clearly this is a Ravens team that knew, hey, we're going to be looking to throw to more wide receivers. We're not going to run as much two tight end, three tight end sets. We're not going to play with a fullback as much. Patrick Ricard, their fullback, has actually been working out at offensive linemen in training camp. So what does this all say to me? It says that we're going to get a pass-heavy emphasis and a wide receiver-heavy emphasis from the Ravens this year. Then you have the fact that you brought in Todd Monken from Georgia to be the team's offensive coordinator. Monken, everybody knows the way that he likes to play. It's throw more, run less, use more no huddle. The Ravens, past few years, had the second slowest paced offense in neutral situations. So the fact that we're now going to get an offense that we can say, probably project them to be top 10, top 12 in pace, it's going to be really good for a lot of this Ravens offense and the Baltimore Ravens, a lot of these individual players' stats. Oh, you mentioned all these uh, individual Baltimore players' stats. Are there any uh, individual players that you like on a weekly basis that you'd be looking to target their overs? And like, I don't. This this might be a tough question because again, we don't. This this would be matchup dependent, obviously, and it depend on the score and things like that. But uh, like, what kind of players would you target? And like. Let, like, let's say, give me yardage totals for them as well, what maybe you'd be looking at, or even like a touchdown price, something along those lines. It would probably be, it, during the season, I'd probably be looking to target Lamar Jackson maybe in his passing overs. Now, for the season long, it's a little bit more dicey because we know season long injuries could just derail you, and Lamar Jackson has been a little bit injury prone in the past few seasons. So I'm not jumping to bet an over on Jackson's passing yards for the season, but on a week-to-week basis, think you could have some value. We're used to Lamar being in those low 200s or something for his passing yardage because so much of his production is running, running for 60, 65 yards a game. But now that we're going to get probably a more throw-heavy uh, Lamar, maybe a little bit less running, I think you maybe look at him in some of those props on the overs. 
All right, that makes sense. And I guess that kind of trickles down to the receivers as well. And that's something that easily the, the books could be slow to adjust to. Just looking at their schedule, I mean, they play the Bengals week two. Uh, they play the Colts week three. Uh, that, that week seven game against the Detroit Lions, I'm circling that. That one's going to be for sure a shootout. Um, looking at week one, though, Pinnacle right now has odds up, obviously, for the week one games. The Ravens are playing against the Houston Texans. Now, the Texans, I don't know if they have enough offense to kind of contribute to, like, an over game, right? The over right now is set at 44 and a half minus 101 to the over. Uh, and the team total for the Baltimore Ravens right now is over 275 is at minus 110 right now. There's slight, ju uh, slight juice to the over there. So uh, would you be looking to play those as a week one play or are you kind of right now leaning off that? Yeah, I, I, I've definitely considered it, but probably leaning off just because I'm a little bit concerned about Houston, if they could put enough pressure on this Ravens offense to keep, throwing later in the game. Mm -hmm. And obviously we watched CJ Stroud last night in the Texans preseason opener. It wasn't a very encouraging debut for Houston. So I just can't get behind Houston at, at the moment. Maybe things will change, but at the moment I can't get behind Houston putting enough pressure on this Baltimore team in week one, but maybe we look towards them um, um, on some overs later in the season. Yeah, for sure. And again, like you mentioned, that week two game right against the Bengals, that that one I feel like is going to be one of those games where you could easily target the over caveat again, being obviously Joe Burrow playing. Uh, so moving on to the next team we're talking about here, we got the Cleveland Browns and you wanted to talk about the Cleveland Browns. And I know you've been all over them in the preseason. And I know our buddy over uh, Clev TA or sorry, Cleve TA uh, is also a big fan of the uh, Cleveland Browns. So their win total right now is over. The, it's nine and a half. The over is at plus 108. Um, Watson struggled a bit last year. Like you mentioned in training camp, they were kind of running two different offenses. Very weird year for them with the suspension. Uh, but what? why are you liking this team so much heading into the season? Like what about their offseason moves have you liked so far? Yeah, so the Browns offense, it's looking like a team that's going to be using more tempo this year. And they've been a run-first offense since Stefanski has been there. But it's looking like a team that's going to be changing to a more Watson-centric centric offense and throwing the ball more. Their big emphasis in the offseason seemed to be to add wide receivers. They added Elijah Moore. They added Marquise Goodwin. And then their first draft pick, which wasn't until the third round, they used on a wide receiver. And Cedric Tillman, you're already returning Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Njoku, and Amari Cooper. And listen, we all know about Watson's struggles. Last year, he had the same EPA as Zach Wilson. Uh, that's bad. But I refuse to believe that top 10 quarterback in his prime, who has his last full season as a starter, led the league in passing yards, has suddenly become just bad. So uh, I think that the Browns could be a team this year where their offense um, over exceeds market expectations. Yeah, fair enough. And I mean, like, hey, we talked about this earlier on this channel. I think it was two or three weeks ago we released a video with you talking about why you like Deshaun Watson's uh, season total overs. And you're known to play a lot of unders for season long uh, player props just simply based off of injuries. Right. So, I mean, listen, we're on forward progress. We're all over this Cleveland team. We like them. So is there any players that you're looking at week to week? Is it a guy like Elijah Moore? Are you looking at Deshaun Watson passing totals? What type of players would you be targeting? Uh, week to week for the Cleveland Browns here? It would be the Watson passing overs I'd be targeting. I think that maybe you could look at some Amari Cooper overs. There's some, a lot of film guys that have said, and one that specifically studies wide receivers, Matt Harmon, he was saying that he thought Amari Cooper had his best season of his career last year with Cleveland. 
So uh, I could see Amari Cooper being a big beneficiary of this pass-heavy attack along with Deshaun Watson. All right, last question here. Uh, Week one, the Browns play the Bengals, and this is obviously going to be with the caveat that if Joe Burrow plays, right? So from here on out, we're going to operate under the assumption that Joe Burrow is playing in that week one game. So the total right now is sitting at 48, uh, plus 101 to the over, and the Cleveland Browns team total is 23.5, juiced over minus 113. Are those plays for you? Would you be looking to play that right now, assuming Joe Burrow is playing? Yeah, so I actually did bet before, of course, before the Burrow injury, I bet over 47 in that Cleveland-Cincinnati game. And uh, I'll tell you what, maybe I don't run the bet the over right now because I know we're assuming Burrow plays, but um, I'd say maybe that Cleveland Browns team total over is potentially worth a look. And I, I like this Browns offense, as we've mentioned. And then you have the Bengals. They've lost some key pieces in the offseason. They lost both their safeties, which a lot of film guys say it's been very important to their defensive coordinator's defense over the past few years. So I, I think that maybe we look towards a Browns team total over 23 and a half. Yeah, and then you can find that over at Pinnacle, over 23 and a half, minus 113. Those week one odds are out right now. So go take a look at them. Uh, all right, guys. Hitman, thank you so much for joining us today. That's it for the show. Uh, reminder before we go, if you like the video, smash the like button. It's free. If you like our content, hit the subscri subscribe button. We've been pumping out four videos a week. We, do, we have a live show every Wednesday uh, at 2 o'clock, and we have a Q&A uh, coming out every Friday. So head over to us on Twitter or drop questions down below, or you can even email us at forwardprogress at thehammer.bet. You can find that uh, email in the description. I'll drop that down there for you. So anyways, without further ado for Hitman, I'm producer Jason. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next time.